What's up, y'all, and welcome into the Jack Vita Show. I am your host, as always, Jack Vita. We are here on the Tuesday after the National League Division Series. The American League Division Series is wrapping up. We have a big game today between the Guardians and the Yankees. The winner will go on to play the Astros in the ALCS. Our National League Championship Series is set tomorrow. We're going to have an in-depth preview. We'll go a little deeper on previewing these series, talking a little bit more from the weekend. Uh, Today, we're doing something else, though. We're going to do something a little more fun. I mean, it's always fun on this show. You know how it is. But today is something special. We've got Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick, my Italian cousin Stephanie, back on the show. Uh, (laughs) Welcome back, Stephanie. Thanks for having me, Jack. I love being here. Um, and we've got, I was just thinking, this is probably the first time you've ever made a media appearance where you have not talked any reality TV. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> no, one, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just setting records all over the place, huh? <laughs> yeah. You get, you ever get tired of answering the same questions? Um, I mean, no, not really because you know. The more I answer, sometimes other things come up. So, I mean, and you haven't yeah. overexposed yourself either. Like you were, you were in retirement and you came back. So, yeah, and I've had a long break, so now I'm back out there. So I gotta, you know, I gotta make everybody remember me again. <laughs> <laughs> well, of course, everyone on this show is very familiar with you because we've had you on a few times before. Uh, she recently competed on Snake in the Grass on USA Network. And of course, three-time Survivor star, fan favorite, uh, Survivor Guatemala runner-up. And um, yeah, so if you guys are interested in our conversations about reality TV, go back and check out those other episodes because we've done a lot. We've talked about a lot and we're going to do more in the future. So you guys are not going to want to miss that. But today, as I mentioned, we're doing something a little different. So Stephanie's husband, Kyle Kendrick was a member of the 2008 Philadelphia Phillies. He was there for pretty much that whole golden era of Phillies baseball um, between 2007 and 2011, where they won five straight division titles. They won several playoff series. Like I said, they won a World Series. They got to the World Series the next year. And Stephanie was along for the ride for most of the way. Is that right, Stephanie? Yeah, I mean, it was funny, like... um... Just being back there this year, now 11 years later since they've been in the playoffs, I'm like, my gosh, I can't believe it's been 11 years. I feel like when I was dating Kyle and then engaged to Kyle and then married Kyle, like, and this is so horrible to say, like, we just expected it because they made playoffs every year. Like there was, you know, red October every year. So um, crazy that that is not a normal thing. Like teams don't just normally make, make it automatically. And we were spoiled. You know, those teams were spoiled. I mean, those guys, they were good, though. They had a good bond, and they had a good thing going. Um, But it's been 11 years. I can't believe it. So we were really fortunate to actually be in town and not just have to fly up there just for that uh, and get to experience that. And then, of all things, the game that they actually clinched to move on. So that was, like, incredible. So Stephanie was on the scene on Saturday when they clinched, they won game four of the National League Division Series, beating their division rival, the Atlanta Braves, which had to add to the sweetness of it. And Stephanie was our uh, Jack Vita show reporter that we sent out there on the scene. So she was there to cover it for us. That's right. I was reporting back as best I could, you know, with my expertise and knowledge of baseball, not. Um, <laughs> I'm chasing three kids around, mainly a three-year-old who's exhausted from a wedding that <laughs> for um but it was just incredible and it was like no other and there was a couple guys there from the 08 team in the suite with us that we haven't seen in a while and they who all are you, who was there so shane victorino was there brett flying myers, hawaiian flying hawaiian was there brett myers was there um and pat barrel was there wow yeah and then um ben revere was also there i don't think he was on that 08 team but he was he was later yeah, he was really uh, fast. In Kyle's career, and what a nice guy. I mean, they're all such nice guys, um, and they all looked great, you know, but it was just nice seeing them again and seeing their wives and just catching up kind of like the old times. Now, of course, I was the only one that had the three kids. All them came kidless, so they were ready to party, <laughs> and I was like, 
I'm ready to party too, but I have three kids I have to watch. <laughs> um, so Kyle was very helpful, obviously. He's a really good dad, so it worked out. So how does this work? Do you guys being alumni basically of the Phillies, can you put in a ticket request and they say, we got you guys? Is that how this goes? So not really. Um, when they were playing in St. Louis, we had asked for some tickets and we couldn't get any. And it wasn't for us. It was for friends of ours. And we just couldn't get any. I mean, these games, there's only so many tickets available. And once they're sold out, they're sold out. So our really good friend, Debbie, who works for the Phillies and has been there forever. I mean, she was telling me if they win the World Series, this will be like her fourth or fifth ring. It's like crazy. Um, or third? No, I think like fourth ring. She was naming them all. Went, went very early on. She was part-time and she got a ring. Well, the she, Phillies have only won two championships so far. Ever? Yeah, 1980 and 2008. Oh, they didn't win in 93. So yeah. it'll be third ring. That's what maybe maybe the amount it could be like this would be her fifth World Series that the team would play yeah. in because nine rings for the NLDS, no NLCS. So you it would be ring. so this would be the fifth time they've won the National League pennant in right. since two thousand or nineteen eighty. Because actually, no, I'm sorry, they won in eighty three too. In terms of they won the pennant. In 1980, 1983, 1993, 2008, 2009. Yeah. They've won five pennants, two World Series. Okay. So this will probably be her fifth pennant ring is what I think she meant. And then maybe her third World Series ring. Like, it's incredible. But anyway, Debbie Nacito, she's amazing. She texts Kyle out of nowhere and said, you know, are you guys going to happen to be in town on this date? Because a couple of the alumni are coming. We'd love to have you. And I love Debbie. We share a birthday. She's a Delco girl. I'm a Delco girl. And he said, actually, we are going to be in town because Steph's brother's getting married. And it's a Friday night wedding, not a Saturday. So we were booked to fly out Saturday. So I'm like, you know what? Like our kids, Kyle Jr. and Sophia, especially the big ones, would love to see that. So we switched everything. We were able to be there. And I mean, we were able, we were fortunate enough, we were in a suite and we got to see them, you know, all the families on the field. I mean, I remember doing that, but my kids have never seen that, not even really on TV. And if it is, it's so late at night, like they're in bed. So my son was just like hanging over the railing watching him, a picture of it. And he's like, mom, when do I get to go down there? And I'm like, you, you don't like daddy's not on that team. That's their children are down there. <laughs> he loves Bryce Harper. So he's like, but I want to go meet Bryce. I'm like, Kyle, that's not how it works. <laughs> Watch. And so um, tickets, we're fortunate enough, yes, we can get them, but it's not a guarantee. I mean, nothing's a guarantee. Like Ryan Howard's coming in next series and a couple other guys are coming back. And a few wives have texted you coming back. And we can't come back now for this one. Um, but we have talked about if they go to the World Series, we might come back for that. And now we're telling our kids it's just going to be Kyle and I because that's going to be a party. They're not coming. They're like, <laughs> That's not fair. And I'm like, oh, you have no idea how lucky you are that you were even there for that. Yeah. So that <laughs> so was kind of funny. That's hilarious. Oh my yeah. gosh. Sounds like a great time. Does anyone, did anyone recognize you guys? Did anyone, any fans see you and want to yeah. get a picture? A ton of people recognized Kyle and he got pictures with a ton of people. And then a bunch of people recognized me because see, I'm from there. So when he and I first started dating, survivor at the time and here we go talking about reality tv we were, <laughs> um was hey like, i didn't ask you about it you did not yeah um, a little fresher then do you know what i mean because i yeah. was and been that long um so yeah a bunch of people i had i had a lot of family members there i had probably six people that were at the wedding the night before with us related to my family that were actually at the game. So the big talk, you know, at the game, at the wedding was, is anybody going to the game tomorrow? And Kyle brought his world series ring to the wedding because he brought it up for the weekend. He never brings it out. And so a lot of people got to see, you know, hold it and some pictures with it and stuff. And that was pretty cool. That's awesome. So yeah, you mentioned the freshness of it. That was 2005 that you were the first time you were on survivor. And in addition to, and here we go again, talking about Survivor, but... You brought it up this time. I did. I did. <laughs> but I was going off something you said. You brought it up. Sure. I'm just continuing the conversation like a good host. Like, how would I be recognized? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. That was my fault. <laughs> <laughs> well, you also, you did the stuff with the Flyers too, though, back then. Because I was on Survivor. It's true. Yeah. I mean, I was a farm. <laughs> 
medical rep. I was not a broadcaster. I never studied that. I met, you know, that was not my degree, but yeah, I mean, yes. it was really cool being back early on. My daughter, both girls kind of just wanted to stay in the suite because they were up high. They could see everything. My son's like, let's go. Like he was dying to get down on the concourse and just walk around because the energy is like nothing, no other. And of course, you know, you're walking around and the Eagles were playing the night after. Yeah. So people are doing the Eagles chant. He's like, mom, what are they? I'm like, yep, they're doing the, that's the Eagles chant. Tomorrow night they're playing you know, the Cowboys. And um, Kyle, he was telling Kyle Sr. And Kyle's like, I never got that. I'd be like on the mound and, you know, we'd be losing and they would start E, A, G. He's like, I thought that was so rude. And I was like, well, they were bored of you and they were moving on to the next thing. <laughs> He's like, oh my God. I'm like, listen, we are from Philadelphia. We are passionate about our sport. <laughs> uh. That's hilarious. Yeah. And yeah. I mentioned the Flyers thing for those who are probably wondering. Stephanie worked as the in arena host for the Philadelphia Flyers. Probably, yeah. uh, if I had to guess, probably what, 05 to 06 or 06 to 07, something like that? 06 to 07. So after Guatemala. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Right okay. after Guatemala or the other one, uh, Heroes Villains. And then it was even before I met Kyle. Well, I that met- Heroes Villains was later then. So, because that was 2010 yeah. when that aired. Hero- Heroes Villains was. Um, Oh nine, I don't know. Filmed it in oh nine, aired in twenty ten. And I met Kyle in oh eight, the very beginning of oh eight. So, you told the story before of how you guys met uh, on this show. Can you give a the short version of it for those who may not have missed, may not have heard that episode? Yes. So in oh seven, after uh, I came off the first two survivors. My brother called me and said, hey, I had gotten fired, not fired, but politely not asked back to be a pharmaceutical rep because I quit twice in a row to go on reality TV. And they said, are you going to quit again? And I said, absolutely not. And then, of course, I did because Survivor called and too good of an opportunity to pass up. So I was banned from the pharmaceutical industry. I was working (laughs) for a radio station in Philadelphia doing sales. And my brother said, you know, we're going to I'm going to buy a restaurant do you want to take some of your survivor winnings and buy a restaurant? And I was newly single. So I was like, yeah, what the heck? Why not? And it was a hole in the wall bar um, that had the best outdoor seating. And a lot of athletes would come in because nobody bothered them there. And it was a Spanish tapas restaurant, great food, great, um, just really fun nights. And I kind of guest bartended there. My job was to bring people in and then make sure all my friends that came in didn't bother like the athletes. Um, and which they didn't. And that's why the athletes all love coming in. Like nobody wanted pictures with them or autographs unless the athletes like initiated it. So Kyle came in a couple times. Now I hadn't met almost every athlete in Philadelphia, all the sports teams. So I know what those athletes are all about at this point, especially the young single ones. So Kyle came in and asked me on a date. First, we took a picture together and he said, um, can you text that to me? And I said, no, I'm not giving my number. And he's like, okay, can you email it to me? How am I going to get it? So like a dummy, I emailed to him. <laughs> I don't know what I was thinking. And he kept asking me out. And I said, you know what? You're, I'm 26 years old. You're 22. Like, this is not going to work. I mean, like I, I am older. I've been, I graduated college. You're a baby. Like a baby, like didn't even go to college. And if he was, he'd still be in college. I'm like, <laughs> Usher, an athlete. He's like, please, just one date. So I'm like, fine. One date. I mean, this is after he asked me like a million times. One date, my restaurant, I'm paying. If I don't like you, you're leaving. I And we sat at like a high top in the middle of the restaurant. It was nothing romantic about it. or no corner booth or anything like that. And he was just the nicest guy. And I was like, darn it. <laughs> oh, um, you know, that was it. We ate, we hung out, he left. I did give him my phone number and then he asked me on a real date. And I think we went to Capitol Grill and then the rest is history. Started dating and then started dating pretty serious that year. He took me on the float for the World Series parade, at, you know, in 08 that year. And then asked me to come home with him for the off season, which I was like, I can't right now, but maybe I can meet you out there for a little bit. So that was it. We did. And then 09, he got sent down to Instructs. I think it was 
and he was stuck in Florida and he went to my parents and that's when he asked my dad permission to marry me. And then we didn't get married until we were engaged all 09, most of 10, and 2010. And then we got married at the end of the 2010 season. And you guys have had such a great marriage for, or in relationship, really, if you, if you guys met 15 years ago and you're still together and there are a lot of athlete marriages that don't work out. What do you think the, what do you think the key is to making something work like that? You know what? It's, it's not easy, especially with athletes because their life and their career um, consumes them. And for a lot of athletes, it's what defines them. And when their careers end, they have a really hard time adjusting because they're like, but I was a baseball player. I was a football player. I was a hockey player. That's who I was. A lot of them don't don't have college degrees. They got drafted right out of high school like Kyle. So it's hard for them to find their way. And a lot of wives, actually, if you look at the wives and the personality of the guys, the guys are more quiet and reserved. And the wives are more of like the outgoing, um, the type A um, a college degree, which is why I think they're attracted to us. And also why I think we work because if there were two of me, it wouldn't work. <laughs> I work. You know what I mean? So, and I always told Kyle and not that I'm like trying to be selfish in any way. Like I dropped because I was, I had a career before him and then I had just a regular career. And then I had a reality television type of a career and I stopped it all and kind of gave it all off up to be his wife and then to have children and to be a mom and I always told him like when you're done playing and if we're in a point in our life and something you know something comes my way that's a good fit for our family I'm going to pursue it again and we always kind of had that understanding and you know open honest communication about that and he's not jealous like a lot of guys they have to be the show or a lot of wives they want to be the show and the two of us, we're just not really jealous people. Like I let him do his thing when he wants to do it. He lets me do mine when I want to do it. And there's not many questions asked because we trust each other. And honestly, I think that is the, the key to our relationship. Now, don't get me wrong. It's not perfect. Do I nag on him about certain things? Sure. Um, he doesn't really nag on me. I kind of, <laughs> but you know. I'm kind of like, you've been out of baseball for this long. It's time for you to do something. The kid, you know, so he, he scouted for the Rays all last year and he really liked that. So he's got that experience. And I think that's kind of, he doesn't, he's been offered coaching positions. He doesn't really want to coach right now because you're gone. You're gone like a player. He likes being around and coaching my son. He likes seeing my daughter play volleyball and their activities. He likes seeing the little one at her program. So and that's probably there, Stephanie. I think that's a big key probably too, is having a father who's very present in the home and the lives it, of the kids and in the wife. It's very important because honestly, when he played and now the kids were young, I mean, Sophia was four or five when he stopped playing and Kyle Jr. was two. So it was like perfect though, because they weren't into sports yet. Now is when a father being present, um, is very important. Exactly right. Um, and But he was never even around in the younger years. Like Sloan, our three, almost four-year-old, I mean, he is her, her baby. She Well, but yeah, he's her baby and she's his baby because he never was around for little ones. I mean, even when he was like home, he wasn't home. So it's funny. We, we when we were driving to the game uh, Saturday, Kai Jr. asked, so... It was 12 o'clock. The game was at 2. He said, you think the guys are already at the field? And Kyle goes, yeah, it's a 2 o'clock game. Those, those guys have been there since 8, 9 o'clock. And they're like, what? So he's like, what are they doing? And he's like, they're eating. They're mentally preparing. They're working out. They're stretching. They're icing. They're whatever they got to do to prepare. That's what they're doing. And I said, see, Sophie, even when Daddy was home for like a two-week homestand, he was at the field. And then when, when, he, when he was away on a two-week road trip, he was gone. So like nine months out of the year, I mean, and I'm not complaining, we are blessed with a beautiful life because of the great career he had. Um, but it's a hard life and you need a strong woman, I think, as a wife and a mother um, to for, for, that, for that life. And a lot of players do get divorced during and a lot do after because I think a lot of players are still in the mindset, I'm the player and it's all about me. And the wives are like, no, you're now a father. And I need a husband and a father. 
And so I think that's where, you know, un unfortunately, and I have very good friends that are getting divorced and it's really sad because there's children around involved. And it's like, this is the time where you're supposed to come together and finally daddy's home and now we're going to separate. So it's, it's heartbreaking, but you know what, if it's, if it's not meant to be and you're young enough where you can move on and I have, I am divorced. I did marry somebody and I was married for a short time and knew it wasn't right. I didn't want children with them. You're better off getting out, starting a new life than just living in an unhealthy relationship. I think the whole time. So anyway, I hope that answered the question. I went off. Oh yeah. Tangent, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think that I was just going back to, um, it sounds like Kyle's a great dad and how, you know, involved he is in the kids' lives. He's a great dad. He's very involved. Um, he, he just, he is, and he wants to be involved. Now he's not a great disciplinarian. Anything <laughs> they want, they get. Kyle said he did all his homework. Okay. Like, really? Did you check? Because he just did homework for an hour and a half that he was supposed to do all weekend because he missed it all. Grandma <laughs> oh, to get it done. He's going to get back to school tomorrow. So, you know, he has his faults too, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, we all do. We're all uh, sinners no, in your grace. I'm not perfect. Um, you know, it's a give and a take. It's what it is. Every relationship is a give and take, I think. So you were on hand on Saturday to see some history. First championship series tonight. Well, it'll be the first one they've played in since. Do you remember what year it was the last time that happened? Yeah, well, it was, uh, 11, was it 10? Yeah, no, very 11. good. The 10 well, or 11? It was, well, 11 was the year that Ryan Howard hurt his Achilles and they lost to the Cardinals. That was the last year. That was the DS. They lost the DS in 11. 10. 10 DS. DS went to the championship series, lost to the Giants, who won the World Series. Right. Do you remember? Do you remember any of that? What it was like watching some of those games, or do they all just kind of blur together? So, which one are we talking about? The um... twenty ten uh, playing the Giants in the championship series. Like, were you flying out for any of the? Were you traveling all the way to the West Coast I, for any of those well, games? Twenty ten. Okay, so twenty ten, I went. Because they played we, the Reds before that. So they were in Cincinnati. Then they were in San Francisco. And I went to the San Francisco one because we were getting married in November in Napa. And oh. I, and I hadn't done much for the wedding. So I figured, let me go out and I'll already be out there. And then I'll get to Napa. And that way I can do like at least the food tasting and meet with like the hair person. And, and, and we had already gone to the resort and saw that where the wedding was going to be. But I did some wedding planning while I was out there. Um, and we didn't know how far they were going to go. And the wedding was November 13th. And I'm like, oh my gosh, we're getting like, cause we still have to go back to Philly, get all our stuff. Then we have to get, we were living in Seattle at the time. Then we got to get to Seattle with all our stuff and the dogs at the time. And then, so it was like quick turnaround. Cause I think it ended, you know, they didn't go to the world series that year, but they went to, they lost, right? Lost the to the Giants, yeah. Yeah. So that was that was good for you guys. Even it was. Though it was bad for the team. Fine, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. So I remember that. I remember the year they lost to the Yankees at Yankee Stadium. That was the year before that, 2009. Yeah, that was, went to seven I, games, I want to say. And I don't cry, but I felt so bad. I had like tears coming down my face and a good friend of mine who was a huge Yankees fan. She was there and she's jumping up and down with her Yankees on. And I'm like, oh my gosh, she wasn't in our section. But I met up with her afterwards and she was like in her glory. And then I remember the year that they played against the Tampa Bay Rays. Yeah, that was the year before that, that they won the yeah. World Series. In Tampa. So I went to all of them with them. And then, of course, I remember 08. Did you have a favorite from traveling to those? Uh, I mean, obviously, you saw a lot of ballparks. Probably traveled to some regular season games. Did you have a favorite city or ballpark to visit or a couple? San Fran. San Fran's ballpark is amazing. I mean. It's so cool. It's so cool. But I remember the first time I went there. It's the summer. I brought summer clothes. No one told me. I was. I had to go buy, like, gloves, a hat, a coat. <laughs> 
What is going on? People were in sleeping bags. Like, full on. Cliff Lee's wife used to come in a, with a sleeping bag and, like, sit and zip herself up in it and sit there like this. I'm like, that's actually <laughs> hard. But why didn't anybody tell me it's, like, winter here in the summer and it's something with the bay air, you know, and the water's in the background. That's a gorgeous ballpark. And it's um, very foggy, kind of like it feels like it just rained every day. Or, yeah, because of the... Uh, the weather like the warm and the cold coming yeah. to um in 09 they played out there and we were engaged and i was leaving right from he was pitching that game to go to la to go to heroes villains <laughs> so i did for the game to be over and i gave him my ring and then i was leaving for survivor but that was just a regular season game. That wasn't like a playoff uh, game at all. And I was sitting right next to Heidi Hamels. I'll never forget. And she and I never talked to Survivor. And not to bring this back to Survivor. But <laughs> I was just kind of like a wreck the whole game. I just couldn't be myself. And I was like, sorry if I'm, I seem nervous or whatever. She's like, are you all right? And I said, no, I'm, I'm leaving from this game to go on Survivor again. And she goes, are you, are you, are you kidding? Like, are you crazy? I'm like, no, it's, I know, I, I know it's been a couple years. And I said, I, 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 I said, yes, because I don't have kids yet. And now's the time and I'll ever do it again. And she's like, what, what, where are you? I was like, I don't know where I'm going yet. Cause they don't tell you until you get like to them. They don't even tell you the location. So I'm like, yeah, I'm giving Kyle my ring and I'm leaving from here. And uh, I'll be gone for like uh, a month. Well, back then you were gone the whole time regardless. So that was from that San Francisco ballpark area. I also love San Diego. And wait, was that when she first found out that that was the first time it came up that you both had been on Survivor? Or did you, <laughs> we, no, we had both known about it, but we just never talked about it because she didn't love her experience on there. She thought she got a bad edit and things yeah. like that. I mean, it's telling that she never played again, and I'm sure they would have loved to have her more yeah. than once. She just kind of wasn't, although she did, she got married pretty early. She got married before me and then married Cole right away. And then they started having kids like right away. So. Um, I don't know that she, she got very sick. She went into like kidney failure. So mm. I know that she could have physically ever played that game again. Yeah. All problems with pregnancies could never get mm. pregnant and was deathly ill all the time. And you don't know what relates back to whatever, like your body went through. I mean, it was traumatic. So she and I had talked about it before because we'd always be like, oh, how funny, two survivor girls and two pitchers, you know? And we were exactly the same age apart. Like she was four and a half years older than Cole and I was four and a half years older. <laughs> how weird. <laughs> so weird. We would go to dinner with them and me and Cole would always like eat the same meal and drink the same thing. <laughs> Kyle would always eat and the same meal and drink the same thing. And we were like, this is so weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, I liked San Diego. Oh, that's a great one. I that's love that. A, that's a beautiful yeah. ballpark. Um, and I know Wrigley is like awesome and all, but those seats, because I was so pregnant, were so uncomfortable. <laughs> and then like your <laughs> Which pregnancy was this? Was this your first pregnancy? Second one? I think it might have been the first. So yeah. okay. Yeah, yes. that was before. I mean, they have the same seats pretty much. They renovated it. Uh, Wrigley yeah. is a fun four, park. Change it from behind. It takes forever, like automatic. What was that? What's automatic? Automatic, the scoreboard. Like they oh, had, yeah, they, they have automatic. They have some, like, they've updated it. So they have some electronic scoreboards. You guys will have to come back sometime. Yeah, no, that was like on the <laughs> seats. And there were friends. We met with friends there, and it was like, it was cold there, too. Well, yeah. Um, <laughs> um, Boston was cool. Fenway. Yeah, Fenway was cool. Um, the Yankees is cool. Every time we went to the Mets, there was always the U.S. Open was going on around the same time. So that was cool. I don't know. I got to see a lot of them. So that's one of my goals in life is to go to every ballpark. And I've yeah. been to maybe 12 or 13. I have a rankings list somewhere. But I had a trip that I got to go on when I was in college. And it got a course credit for this we went to all five parks in the state of california and oh, wow. yeah i have great stories from it but i was just thinking because you mentioned san diego you mentioned san francisco 
my cousins live out in Berkeley. So they had warned me about the weather. They're like, you're going to want to at least have a sweatshirt, some sweatpants. And then, yeah, it's just, it was very cold, but that park is so cool because yep. you can see um, the Bay bridge. I you might be able to see the golden gate bridge and they've got the, the whole Bay is out there. McCovey Cove. It's a huge park. No, it's gorgeous. And then people are out there on their boats watching. Yeah. Like, crazy. Yeah. Um, and I forget, I think, was there's the fries too? Yeah, they have the, uh, that's very good. They have the Parmesan garlic fries, I think. Oh, is what. The fries were like incredible. Yeah, I remember the fries. So you've tried all the food at these parks too. Well, yeah, I mean, I like to eat. So I'm not, you know, <laughs> not a food. Some good ballpark food. So. <laughs> I definitely, as soon as I was home, first thing I had was a cheesesteak too on the suite. They were fabulous. <laughs> and the Philly pretzels, like on the, on the corner, like in the brown bag, the guys were like, two for a dollar, five, five. <laughs> my kids were like, oh my gosh, you just order them off the street. I'm like, darn right I am. <laughs> oh, so good. That's great. Hey, did you ever go to uh, Milwaukee or the White Sox Park? Probably not White Sox unless I know Kyle was in the AL for what? He was on the Red Sox for a year, maybe. Yeah. Because they played but, way less for those who don't remember. They played way less interleague games 10 years ago than they do now. Next year, everyone's going to play each other. Wasn't he the opening day starter in Milwaukee for the Rockies? Yeah, that's right. I did. I mean, I didn't know that. I knew he was opening day starter. I didn't know they played in Milwaukee. So you I were there for that one? Lucky. And he he had a, he had like an awesome game, and then a horrible rest of the season when he was at the ballpark in at the yeah, because no one can pitch at Coors Field with the Dude, air. It was the, the worst. Out. It was it was the best spring training he ever came off of in his career. Ends up at the Rockies, and uh, opening day starter got the win, pitched fantastic, and then just had a terrible season. That was that was tough. That was a tough place to pitch. Very tough. Uh, Milwaukee, though, incredible brats, great food, burgers, cheese curds. Wisconsin's a great food state, too. Oh, I love Wisconsin. Um, I've been to Wisconsin. Yeah, I think I can't remember what I ate there, but I've been Oktoberfest. <laughs> I had all the bratwurst. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, they, they've got good brats. The thing that I was going to say, though, about Wrigley is Wrigley is it's a landmark. It's a great piece of history. It's a great place to catch a game. It's got a very fun vibe that you, you saw how the fans are. It's a good time. Yeah. But what I will say, like you mentioned some of the stuff about the seats, not being the most comfortable, the food there is not very good. Like basically Wrigley sells itself on the Ivy. It being this land historical landmark. Right. And then nothing else I feel like is very great about it compared to other parks where I think they have to put in a little more effort to get fans to come out. Right, right. Um, I did love our trip there, though. Like, we went to Gibson's and Gibson's, you know, Gibson's Steakhouse? Have not been. Phenomenal. Um, and then we got the deep dish Chicago pizza. That was amazing. Which one? Maldati's or Giordano's? I can't remember. They're both great. Yep. Um, because being from Philly... You know, Philadelphia, like, we'd get some decent pizza because we're near New York. Um, so, you know, just that tri-state area can get some pretty good pizza, too. So, like, I always try the pizza if it's supposed to be good wherever I go because Florida, it's hard to get good pizza. I think we should add that to your social media. You should do pizza reviews. I probably should. I think that's a good idea. Yeah. Like the Barstool Sports Guy. Exactly. And then he could have you as a guest. For and one of his pizzas. But nobody knows better pizza or cheesesteak than me. I believe it. Barstool guy. <laughs> Dave Portnoy. Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Barstool guy. I like that. <laughs> so Stephanie's wearing her Phillies hat that she got from the weekend. Did it have, did it feel like you at all time traveled back to what it was like it 10 was years ago? It was like, as soon as they handed you those rally towels, you were like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. It's like, we never missed a beat. And we were just back in the suite, except the guys were with us and they weren't on the field. 
it was just crazy. And day games are different because it was beautiful. I mean, it was. I thought it was going to be chilly. And then at one point, when you're right in the sun, it actually got warm. So you're taking your jackets off and your sweatshirts. But when they scored, and I mean, it was like the yeah. The, there was uh, Brandon Marsh hit the three run homer. I think it was the second inning that game. Uh, unbelievable like just it was like electrifying the noise in there and everybody has their towels and my son was doing his towel my kids were doing their towels it was like so funny just for them to see that you know yeah it's funny also you mentioned feeling sort of spoiled when you first got together yeah. with Kyle and got to experience all of that and I think one thing that can happen is for instance that that Phillies team just the era ended so abruptly. It felt like they were going to be around for years to come. Yeah. 2012, just really significant drop off and never could get back to where they were. And it, it, like we talked about, Ryan Howard suffered the Achilles. And that was, I mean, that's probably the worst injury for anyone who isn't a pitcher in sports. I mean, I was in the suite with Crystal watching as he was running down the third baseline and it happened. Wasn't that, wasn't he running down the third yeah. baseline? Yeah, and, and Sophia, what year was that? 2011. Yep, Sophia was a baby, and I had her with me, and I was just devastated for Crystal and Ryan because I knew that that was pretty much career-ending, um, or could be, and it was terrible, and he, ugh. He came back, and he played a f several more years, but he was never the same player that he was before never that. Right. Just never right from that. It's just very difficult to come back from. Yeah, it's a brutal injury, but it's funny because you said that you felt like you were spoiled. Your kids, only one of them was alive that last year. They didn't grow up with that era because I've heard about some of these kids where they're young and their team's great and they just expect their team to be great for their whole lives. And then when they're not great anymore, they're like, what the heck? What's happening here? We're supposed to win the Super Bowl every year if I'm a Patriots fan. Like, what, what happened? I Right. No, it's so true. And, you know, you take things for granted. And we were actually explaining to our kids, you know, when daddy was on the team, there was a stretch of like a solid, you know, four or five years where it was like they were just expected to make it to the postseason. And that's not always the case. You know, nothing is expected in baseball. So you get spoiled and it's kind of interesting how you have to look at things and be like, we're lucky to be here. Let's be grateful. We're here. This could change next time or change in a second. And you got to be grateful for each day. Basically we trust me, we're like pounding them. With them. Do you know how lucky you are? And you <laughs> would love to experience this and your cousins would love to be here. and Your uncles would love to be here. <laughs> I think that's a good, I mean, I think that's that, that can be good parenting to say you guys got this playoff game. You don't get to go to every playoff game. This no, is it. This is your treat. If they win, can we go to the world series? And we are like, no, you're actually probably most likely definitely not because we don't even know if we're going, right. we're, we go away every year for our honeymoon and that's coming up in November. So then we always go to Napa with friends. So we already have that planned and we probably won't even, if it's too close, you know, with the world series to that, Kind of like the wedding year. I mean, you can't do it all. And there's only so much. It's hard for us to leave the kids. They're so busy with sports. But, um, you know, we can watch it as a family if that's the case. But we would love to go because, you know, all of Kyle's buddies will be there. And I love all their wives. But we'll see. We've got to get past this round. <laughs> <laughs> it starts tonight. Are you going to be watching? I am. So my brother that got married. Um, Congratulations he, to him, by the way. Thank you. He's my second oldest brother, and they have been together forever. So Kathy has been like part of our family forever. But, um, you know, they wanted to make it official, and it was an absolutely beautiful wedding, really, even though they're older. So they didn't, they weren't really even going to go on a honeymoon. And my parents have a place down here, and, and they're not using it. And so they're like, why don't you just go down to Florida? So they come today. So we're going to watch the game with them tonight. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Because it was the, the only reason we were even up there for this playoff game was because of their wedding. So it's just kind of funny how things happen. Like, it really is. So they're going to come over tonight once they get in and it gets settled. And I get through volleyball games and baseball practices and guitar lessons and dance. <laughs> we'll get the kids settled. Kyle and Sophia will stay up a little bit for the game. And, um, 
Yeah. We'll get our rally towels out. Get some Wawa. Make it feel like you're in Philly. Oh, my kids love Wawa. I'm always like, you know, this is from Philadelphia. See, they were born in Philadelphia, at least Sophie and Kyle. So they love going back. Um, And then people were trying to talk us into staying for the Eagles, um, for the Eagles game. Yeah. And Eagles Cowboys. My gosh. No. What a weekend. And they, and they won too. And they won, but it was just, we needed to get back. They needed to get back to school on Monday. And my daughter, the little one has like a runny nose and you know, all the colds are going around. So I'm like, we got to get her back and get her purifier on and get, you know, some Highlands cough medicine in her and blah, 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 you know? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and you guys, you guys just vacationed to Nashville and evacuated a couple weeks ago. So that's right. So we, we like to travel. We really do. Um, You can only do so much though. What? You can only do so much. And we're going to go back home to Philly for Thanksgiving. So they're excited about that. My parents are already up there. And we like, they're getting older, right? And you don't know how much longer everybody's going to be together. Um, So we're going to go up there for Thanksgiving. So we'll see them in a couple weeks. And then before that, we're going adults to for our anniversary. So it's just a lot. Yeah. Let's just get back. We've already been on a bunch of trips. So, I mean, it's fun though. I love to travel. That's why I'm always, oh, Survivor? Oh, snake in the grass? Oh, the next thing? Sure. Kyle, you got this? (laughs) My kids, wish me luck. Hope I win the money. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean... Without giving away your whereabouts, I we I do vacation in the same area that you guys live, and I know that they've brought Wawa from Philly to that area because the Philly. I figured it's probably the because the Phillies spring training is there, so we there's probably a lot of Philly people from Delco here. Like, there's a place called Delco's. There's Wawa. There's a couple different restaurants. There's like a Philly bar that'll be packed tonight. Oh, I think I've seen that in Clearwater. Um, there's one in Clearwater and there's yeah. one in the Tampa area. Okay. Yeah, I definitely drove past one when I was like this past time I noticed it. I was like, oh, there's a Phillies bar. Philly yeah. bar. And and then there's well, there's uh there's that breakfast place right across from the spring training ballpark, and that guy's from Philly, and everything is like because people don't even know what Scrapple is, you know, really. I don't, or, don't know what Scrapple is uh, myself. Scrapple the best it's a breakfast food oh i don't even know what it is i don't know what it is but you cook it and you like fry it and you cut it dip it in ketchup it's like amazing it's like better (laughs) you know what pork roll is no oh my gosh pork roll is like a breakfast ham and you put that on like pork roll egg and cheese on an everything bagel with ketchup forget it i mean it's terrible (laughs) (laughs) it's all terrible for you and when i went home this past weekend i ate all of it um, so now I'm back to trying to work out and get in shape, but I hurt my knee or my shoulder. <laughs> I'm apart. I'm trying to get in shape for my next reality show that I don't know what's going on. <laughs> amazing have, race with Sari. Yeah, exactly. For my next amazing race with Sari that we haven't been casted for yet, but I got <laughs> Jeez. But the food, I you know, you miss the food from home. So when you go home, you got to eat. Yeah, I just I noticed some of the Philly stuff there. When I've been at the Cub Spring training, they have um Portillos, which is a big time. Have you heard of Portillos? No. Oh. It's a big time fast food place in Chicago that's very okay. good. Uh Italian beef and burgers, hot dogs, all that stuff. And then uh the Giordano's or no, not the Giordano's. They actually have Giordano's in Florida now, like in Orlando. I- yeah, and then uh, Melnati's, Lou Melnati's, they they have that. I think that's the first state outside of Illinois that they ever went to was by the Cub Spring Training complex. So I think there's some kind of correlation with spring training. People end up moving there. They maybe yeah. they visit to they go to spring training. And they're like, oh, this is a nice area. This is a good place to retire. And where are the Cubs? Are they in Arizona? Yeah, they've got, um, they were in Mesa. I think they might be, yeah, they're in Mesa still, I think. Mesa, Arizona. We were in, we, all of our spring trainings have been in Florida, except for one. Which and was the Rockies, probably. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. We were. They, their spring training, I think they do it better than Florida does, because all of the complexes are within like a half hour of each other. Close. And here, they're also spread out. See, because when Kyle was just a scout for the race, he had to go all over the state of Florida. 
because the, they were the that that's those were the games he was scouting were at the spring training complexes. Yeah, and the other thing I think that's kind of nice about Arizona is typically you're not getting weather rainouts, weather delays. You get more of that right. in Florida. You do, you do, especially in the summer because those storms come in and it's like March isn't terrible though. It's not that bad. March usually the weather's really nice. Yeah, oh. it's pretty good. It rained a couple times last time. I, last time I was there. Yeah, March. yeah. So. March is our spring break, so we usually leave for like almost well, like a week and a half for skiing, and then you know everybody comes for spring training, so it's fun. I think my brother's coming this year. My other one of them, the one with the nephews, the one whose son was uh in the little league world. Yeah, Bill. we're gonna talk to him at some point on this podcast. I was doing this this week and I said, Hey, we would love to talk to you about your experience, you know, at the little league world series. Would you want to come on? And he's like, yeah, he's kind of quiet. He's a quiet little kid. Well, that's why we need you here with, with me because yeah. if I'm interviewing him. He'll freeze up. But if he's got his aunt Stephanie here to loosen him up, he'll, he'll have a fun time. Yeah, we'll do it. So I'm actually going to be at his house the week of Thanksgiving. So we could try to do it then, or just, we can do a zoom whenever. Yeah. We could do it. We'll either do it then or maybe like sometime when the kids have a break from school because then we yeah. can record during the day. So, yeah, off the week of Thanksgiving. In fact, Saturday, him and his other little brother, Nicholas, were dying to go to the game with us and we couldn't get any more tickets because we tried to get as a part of a wedding gift for my oldest brother and his new wife. I mean, we, we you, it was sold out, everything. Mm. Um, but he was leaving the wedding the next day. He had three baseball games. So they play like serious baseball, those boys. Tom's River. How have you seen youth sports change from when you were playing sports? Not that you know, long ago. <laughs> when I played, and even when Kyle played even more recent than me, because, you know, I'm older than him, but I, I look younger than him. But, <laughs> um, I'm kidding. So, like, we, we just played township. We played township or we played school, and then that was it. There was none of this, like, club. You know, club is like double, triple the price. Everything's club, club baseball, club soccer, club volleyball, club. Every, uh, and you're like club basketball. We're like, what happened to the YMCA or like your school sports? Um, so it's different because if you don't play club, you're not even like looked at. Um, which my husband still calls BS on because he's just like, listen, if you're good, you're good. They're going to find you or you're going to get recruited for college and you're going to play. So. My son right now only plays club and not little league because we don't want to burn him out. And Kyle coaches at the club because he does the pitching lessons. So he's able to do a couple side sports because of it. Um, and he just took up guitar lessons, which, which we like. Like he doesn't need to play double yeah. But my brother's son's in like Tom's River and they're older. But he's middle school, Philip. It, it's it's just a whole nother level. And Sophia's doing double volleyball right now. She does school and she does club. So it doesn't leave much room for her. She still does ride horses part-time. Like, it's hard. You can't do it all. So, yeah, it's it's very competitive. It's very cutthroat. I mean, these parents are crazy a lot of them. They think their kids are going pro in third grade. We just, Kyle goes to games. He doesn't say two words, my husband. He doesn't even speak. I'm just like, whatever. Oh, you're not starting? All right. Well, obviously you didn't perform well at baseball or at practice. Too bad. Put in the work. Like, you know, I think probably start. partly of that is because you guys both played high level sports. So you understand it probably a little better than some of these parents that are like, I didn't get to that level, but I'm gonna make sure my kid gets to that level. I think that's a lot of it too. Yes. And it's sad. And I saw it with Kyle Sr just kids guys in the big leagues parents live through them and it's like no they they are the big leaguer you are not the big leaguer you did not make them get here you're not the reason they throw 95 miles an hour you're just not i mean you're part of it you've helped but you're not like so it is it's sad and we talk about that a lot like we will never be those parents we just want we'll be happy for our children as well as they do or if they don't they don't like find your way. I mean, we love that they play sports. We're sports people. Um, but if you're not the best on your team and if you don't go D1 or if you don't go pro, then you don't. 
try to be smart and let's get a degree so that at least you can be a functioning member of society. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> you know, well, I like the, I like the music stuff too. My dad uh, was a talented, he still is talented guitar player. His band was on MTV in the eighties. And I think he had not, not like he wasn't disappointed, but you know, he has a big passion for music and I like listening to music, but none of his kids, ever picked up an instrument and learned because we were all playing sports and you know again he's not disappointed it's not a bummer but i think that's a great thing too is to learn that stuff in addition to playing sports really like our kids all love music and kyle loves music senior but the fact that they want to learn music i mean i never learned that i played sports i never ever touched a piano i don't even know how to read a note i can't sing to hold a tune worth (laughs) I'm really not even that great of a dancer. So <laughs> my kids all love music and, and I'm like, okay. And you know, it's once one day a week, but they, for a half hour, but it, it's important. It's important because it's just, it opens up the brain, I think to a different Avenue and apparently music helps with math. So, you know, they want, they want to try it. So I'm going to let them try it all, you know, throw it all on the wall and see what sticks basically. Very good. Now, Stephanie, uh, the series starts tonight, National League Championship Series against the Padres. You've been to Petco Park. That's where they're playing tonight. I know. Before I, before I have you give a prediction, I would like to know just general thoughts on the Phillies. I know you're not able to watch every single game, but I know you watch you watch some. You keep in, you uh, I don't you might not know anyone on the team right now, right? I don't know anybody on the team right now. I know of them. Yeah. You know, mainly from my son, who ta- he does watch almost everything, and then his cousins. So, so do you really, have any favorite players, personalities on the team? Well, the big the big favorites seem to be this real Muto guy. Is that how you say his name? Yep. Catch- yeah, he's Italian, Har- too. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then Harper. Sorry, what was that? Harper. Bryce yes. Harper. So they all seem to be loving them, and they seem to have done really well in this last series. So we're going to be rooting for them. Um, and they like that pitcher, the Wheeler guy. Yep. Yeah, they like him. Um, Should have won the Cy Young last year, but he finished second. Okay, okay. So, and just, I think the Phillies right now are just, they really have a good cohesive thing going, the boys. And hopefully, you know, they saved a little now for this series. And I think they will. I think they're going to be fired up. I, it definitely is a thing about just playing your best baseball at the right time. I mean, this is actually funny because this is the first year that six teams in each league made the postseason. They expanded it. It used to be five in each league. Mm-hmm. The Phillies were team number six. So they get okay. in, punch their ticket. And I think a couple of years ago, they would have been, I think 2019, I think they were team number six that year. So they didn't get in that year. They were just on the outs this year. They get their crack. And, you know, the Braves were the better team for six months of the season. And I think that is one thing that is a little unfortunate if you're a fan of, I mean, it's great for you guys, obviously, but it does stink if you have this great team, you spend a week off because they had the bye week, I think that kind of hurt them a little bit. But at the same time, they should have won. They had home field, and they couldn't put the ball in play at all. The Phillies are a team that are not the greatest team defensively, um, but it didn't matter because the Braves were striking out so much. They weren't putting any pressure on the Phillies to make mistakes. Um, But nonetheless, Phillies are heating up at the right time. I think you mentioned there's a cohesiveness there's a they they seem to enjoy going to war with each other every day and they're heating up at the right time playing their best baseball when it counts no 100 percent. and like i remember people saying to me they weren't supposed to beat st louis like it was going to be no, tough they, for them. they weren't and i'm like oh really because i hadn't really been paying attention all year um <laughs> here we are you know going to the championship so it's like but you know it's kind of like i always say too it's a little bit of luck too it's a little bit of like, you know, who has it going for them? Who has it going on right now? And they've got it going on. So I hope they can continue. Well, that was the case with the year the Eagles won the Super Bowl with Nick Foles. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Carson Wentz was playing like an MVP. He tore his ACL towards the end of the season. Nick Foles comes in 
and all of a sudden they just keep surviving advance. They keep winning and they won the Super Bowl. With your backup, who's like yeah. star. So you know what? You just can't count anybody out. That's what I'm saying. And you can't expect anything either. So every game is different and the games are long. I mean, just because you're up in the third inning, there's a lot of game left. So you can't you can't give up on your teams. Steph, do you have a uh, prediction? Seven game series. Who's going I to really, win? I really think they're going to win. I think they're definitely going to win, and they're going to go to the World Series. I don't think they're going to win in four. I think it's going to go to game five or six, but I think they're going to battle. I think they're ready to battle, and I think they're going to win. We got a comment right here. I don't know if you can read this. It was great when the Phillies <laughs> beat the Cardinals. <laughs> <laughs> that is from Carol Packett. And I know that she is not a fan of the Cardinals. She's not. I don't think she's she's pro or against the Phillies, but she definitely was pro Phillies in that series. <laughs> I'm a lot of people messaging me saying like, now that you have you know gone through the first two rounds, now we're rooting for the Phillies. All right, here and we go. Seabird, Seabird's like, you know what? Your boys deserved it. They played great. I'm rooting for you. Last year, I was doing this with T-Bird when the Braves clinched to go to the World Series. I had her on the show, and we did basically the same exact podcast. So um, hopefully we're doing another one of these in a couple weeks for your guys' sake. I know. Hopefully. Yes. Um, okay. A couple more things real quick. Okay. Mention the Eagles. Big weekend for the Phillies. You've seen the movie Silver Lang's Playbook before, right? I think so. I know Kyle has. He's talked to me about it. Oh, my gosh. You have to watch it again. It's so I, good. I was going to connect it. The reason why it's so cool is because it, like, okay, so, you know, it's Bradley Cooper. It's Jennifer Lawrence. Uh, De Niro is in it. Chris Tucker is in it. It's a great cast, okay? the the it They follow the Philly sports teams in 2008, and the plot it plays a role in it. They talk about the Phillies winning these playoff games. They talk about the Eagles that year. So you're gonna have to watch that one. Oh, I had, I never did watch it. I've heard about it. I feel like it's such a, I feel like it's such a movie that you would enjoy. I mean, it's a great movie. Don't they have pictures or make mention of that 08 team of the guys? I don't know if there are pictures, but they make mention and they talk about it. Like there are scenes with De Niro and his De Niro's brother in the movie are like betting on games. And he's like talking about the Phillies and they bet, make a bet at the end. of They make a bet for the end of the movie and involves part of the plot, which I won't give away. But one of the things of the bet is that the Eagles will beat the Cowboys in the last game of the regular season which they did. And that was a game that it came down to who's going to whoever wins that game goes to the playoffs. And oh. that was the same year that the Phillies won the world series. That's crazy. So we'll see. I know that there's a book, I think, and they have pictures of the OA team in the book. Oh, okay. Sweet. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, I do need to watch that. I want to watch that with the kids. That that'd be awesome. It is R rated though. Is it? Okay. Yeah. Maybe screen it before. Maybe, yeah. maybe when they're a little older. <laughs> Okay. Um, I can give you another movie recommendation for the kids when we're off the air. Okay. <laughs> we're gonna run out of time. Okay. Uh, last thing, I just want to tease what we have for tomorrow. So, uh, 1993 Phillies. You remember that team, Stephanie? Right. I do. I do. I know a couple guys, or knew a couple guys that were on that team. Oh, awesome! Yeah. So that was '93. A lot of them were kind of broadcasters and stuff. After. Yeah, John Crook. Croc, yeah. He was on yeah. that team. Uh, yeah. So I'm going to have Mickey Morandini from that team. You remember okay. him, Stephanie? I, Yeah, I think he was the second baseman. Very good. Yes, he was. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so actually, I, I'm, I actually knew Darren Zalton um, very well. I had pictures with him and I loved him. What a great guy he was. Mm. Yep. Rest his soul. Mm. I met someone one time. I met a guy named Dalton who was named after him. So I thought that was pretty cool. Yeah, he was an awesome guy. He, Yeah, he fought hard to the end. He was mm. amazing. So Mickey went to, I went to college with two of his sons. They're some of my best friends. He's been on this show before. I'm going to play you a little clip. This is from the last time that I had Mickey on. This was 
in April. No, it was in March. We were previewing the MLB season. We were talking about the NL East. And this was a little clip from our conversation about the Phillies. I think you'll get a kick out of this, Stephanie. Okay. This Phillies team last year made a nice little push. A little too little too late. Um, it was funny. I did have Kyle Kendrick's wife on this show, Stephanie, who was on Survivor. And right after Stephanie came on was when they rattled off that huge uh, when they went eight, one, eight of nine. Um, so maybe Stephanie needs to come back on the show in order to get the Phillies pumped up again. Um, weekly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, that's funny. <laughs> so here we go. You came back on at the right time, and now the boys right. need to respond. Hopefully I can be the good luck charm. <laughs> and while we won't be doing podcasts together weekly right now, uh, be on the lookout for more stuff from us in the future. And I think we can give this away now, Stephanie. Um, Stephanie is going to do an Instagram Live at some point. Uh, so... We're going to, we'll do that together. All field questions for her will go live on her Instagram. So be out on the lookout for that because then we can answer more of the survivor questions that we didn't get to today. That's right. And Kyle Kendrick Sr. is going to come on soon too. He needs to respond to my text first. He's, I know. He's the worst. <laughs> Like, did you text Jack back? He's like, I, I don't know a day. He doesn't like to commit because he doesn't want to have to cancel. So I'm like, pick a day and time and just keep it open. Which is one hour. Just keep it open. Next week. So Next week. Yeah. I'll Let's make it happen. Very good. I'll Thank you, Stephanie. Yeah. And anyone else you can wrangle from those Phillies teams. If it's uh, Victorino or Ryan uh, Howard, Ruben Amaro Jr. We'll talk it. to yeah. anybody. I know Ryan's going to the series this week. So they're, uh, when they come back? home uh so the ske the schedule right now they play tonight and tomorrow in san diego then they have uh what day is today's tuesday, tuesday. yeah thursday, <laughs> okay, thursday off. off and the whole weekend is in philly friday, all three he'll be in philly friday saturday sunday that's same. fine i mean we can do it we can do it this winter it doesn't matter anybody is we're we're happy to have them so i know oh i know i will i will try to get Somebody narrowed down. Somebody awesome. Did. All right. Yeah. Anything else today, Stephanie? No. As always, thanks for having me. Um, always a treat to have you on. And your social you. media handles are what? I am Steph underscore LaGrosa Kendrick. Underscore. No, isn't it Steph underscore LaGrosa underscore Kendrick? Kendrick. Um, that's it. So that's um, Instagram. Instagram. So follow me there because I've got some exciting things coming out that I haven't talked about yet that I will talk about soon. And what is it? Steph LaGrosa38 is my Twitter. Very good. <laughs> she remembers her Twitter handle. And then um, my Facebook is Steph LaGrosa Kendrick. Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick, I think. Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick. Yeah. <laughs> But That's also, guys, she's on Cameo. So if you want to get a Cameo shout out from a Survivor legend, she needs to start. She's She just got on. So uh, she's getting new, she's new to the Cameo thing. But make sure you guys book her. She's a uh, affordable rate on Cameo. I am. I'll leave some funny messages for you. Just tell me what you want. Very good. Okay. Well, thank you so much today, Stephanie. All right, Jack. Thank you so much. All right, y'all. That concludes our conversation today with Stephanie LaGrosa Kendrick. Make sure you follow her on social media at Steph underscore LaGrosa underscore Kendrick on Instagram and at Steph LaGrosa 38 on Twitter. She's on Cameo. Get her, get a Cameo shout out for one of your friends this holiday season or, or loved ones. Hopefully your friends are your loved ones. Hopefully you love them. Okay. So Tomorrow, I'm going to be back, and we're going to go a little deeper. Today was kind of more fun, casual, just talking a little bit about ball. Tomorrow, we'll get to more of the nuts and bolts and the analysis with Mickey Morandini. Mickey is going to be a, a really fun time, a really fun guy to chat with. I've had him on a couple times before. Um, if you guys have questions for him, you can tweet them at me, and perhaps I can get to some of those. And, um, yeah, make sure you guys are all subscribed 
to the Jack Vita Show on YouTube, Facebook. Follow me on social media at Jack Vita Show on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, we'll be on Spotify, everywhere you get podcasts. Hit subscribe so you don't miss out on our next episode. And like Stephanie said, we're hopefully going to talk with Kyle Kendrick, the World Series champion. The first time we've ever had a pro champion of you know MLB, NFL, NBA, NHL. We've never had... Actually, no. Scott Pollard won a ring on the 2008 Celtics. We've never had a World Series champion on this show before. So it's going to be a good time. You guys are not going to want to miss out on any of the fun stuff that we have planned coming up soon. Okay, so until our next episode, until our conversation tomorrow, Wednesday with Mickey Morandini, I'm Jack Vita, bringing the dance to the lobsters. <laughs>